Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's up, 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 Everyone and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I'm Naomi. We're a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners. We are the only relationship comedy podcast in the world. I'm saying that, Naomi. Absolutely. If you no listen to other- any other ones... Well, it's not. It's actually just static in your ears. Yes. <laughs> okay, I don't know as what you I don't know what's happening. So I don't know what you're you. doing. No, yeah, no. It, we are... In fact, I will say we're the only comedy podcast... <laughs> Wow, that's even, Andy, (laughs) these claims you're making, I swear to God. You know what, year three of the pandemic, I'm just like, fuck it, we might as well be as bold as we want to be. You might as well, you might as well make up stories. What's someone going to, what are they going to do, like say, that's not true, of course it's not. But still, I'm going to be bold about it. Slavery didn't even happen. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so you might as well say, we're the only comedy podcast. No, it happened, it's just that everyone learned great skills. Yes, very beneficial. It's so fucking funny, I mean, in quotes, funny, just that uh, these white freaks are so 
uh, stupid when it comes to like global history. That I'm not. I'm not saying anything new, but just the fact that like totally ignorant that there were civilizations that rose and fell before like Europeans even got out of caves. Right. Right. And just like, well, no, uh, it started with Plato or whatever shit they're gonna these. Andy, you're even giving them too much credit by bringing up Plato. The fact that they even think like literally that these civilizations that predate America by hundreds of thousands of years yeah. didn't perhaps know some shit before they were stolen from where they were like, like, and made <laughs> to wield a spanish fan in front of a white bitch's face egypt Get babylonia china or asia that, honey, i don't that know like, what we try oh, like, <laughs> that ain't what we intended to talk about but it i just isn't. said you know what in a world where we should be grateful to have been slaves we can certainly be the only comedy podcast. What is anything? <laughs> what is anything? You know what I'm saying? I'm up in here, y'all, because, you know, we have to turn the AC off when we record to give you that banger sound quality. When I tell you I've got the fog at the base of my glasses from the sweat, from the warmth, I scratched my cheek earlier and I said, sticky. I said, okay, sticky. I'm wearing a wool hat for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he bought like three wool hats. Talking about fashion. Like a, and he was wearing a wool hat. A baseball cap, but it's made of wool. And when I tell you this picket line, it was like 93 degrees. I said, you might die. I literally at one point, I was like, can you please go stand in the shade and just like get some water? Because he wasn't hydrating himself. And I said, you want a wool ass hat. Huge mistake. You want a woolen hat. But no, I'm in my hat era. But I did, I I learned the lesson from that. And so the next time we picketed like a couple days later, I was wearing my new Reading Phillies cap. Yeah, more My only sports cap. Not made of wool, whereas, you know, I'm out here. In the biggest gardening hat I could find. Just representing my hometown. And I don't even feel that much better in the hat, y'all. I don't know. I mean, my gosh. Because every time, you know, I do, I think about my ancestors. When I'm out here walking back and forth in the sun, I said, <laughs> you, th- you think I would have been able to pick cotton? <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. What you made people do. Not you, listener. This is the problem because white people think it's them. And it's like, I know you didn't do it, but you continue to benefit from systems in place. But that don't mean you did the thing. But you know what means you did the thing? When you say, oh, no, slavery was beneficial. It taught people skills. You know what? This ain't even a point. I'm going to tell you something. Because we've gotten some very good. We've gotten, as you know, you know, we have another contest going. And another it seems like people contest. are coming through because people want this couples therapy butt plug. People yes. want this gu- butt plug. We have the only couples therapy butt plug in existence at the moment. We have the prototype and we're giving it away. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and in the... The theme is... In the body... Your worst wedding story, whether it is you, your own, your own wedding, wedding you attended, something like something that. like that, and people are really coming through with some bangers. I there I are a couple that we were like, we gotta share, we gotta share, because yeah. <laughs> we're reading them all, you guys, of course. But there are a couple that really have tickled us, and we said we gotta let people know what's going on over here. Okay, I want to read this one. My cousin's wedding was unfortunately one of the strangest experiences I have had. The day of the rehearsal dinner, lightning struck a tree directly beside the venue. (laughs) This should have been our first sign that something was amiss, but alas, we ignored it. During the ceremony, the bride was visibly shaking. I'm sorry to laugh at that. Oh, my God. The father of the groom, a minister who incidentally was not officiating the ceremony, but simply felt called to stand up and speak during it. Oh, no. As if it was a Quaker ceremony, I suppose, brought out a wooden triangle visual aid to explain how the bride and groom must grow closer to God at the same rate if they want to grow closer to each other. 
This went on for an uncomfortably long time. Imagine Naomi bringing visual aids to. Well, a this wedding. is why I said to myself, "I'm like, you weren't called to speak. You had a plan to speak because you had a visual aid. No one's called and has a prop." <laughs> yeah, Carrot Top. It was Carrot Top was not called to comedy. Okay, folks, he prepared. At the reception, there was absolutely no dancing, though weirdly there was a DJ. Oh, no. The only food that my sister, a lifelong vegetarian, could eat was the garnish. <laughs> Imagine that. Jesus. Just a little bit of parsley for dinner. Jesus. And to cap off the evening, another tree was struck by lightning directly outside the reception hall, a separate venue, and on a different day from the prior lightning strike. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, talk about portents. Talk about portents. And then here is another one that really got me. Okay. You guys, listen to this. Years ago, I attended a seahorse-themed wedding. I'm talking on the invitations, the phrase, and so, like the whimsical sea creature that mates for eternity, they call each other seahorse. Yes, I remember the exact wording because I spent so much time mocking it. And I even still have the invite saved somewhere. I w- it was too unbelievable to throw away. Honestly, I understand and would have kept as well. During the wedding ceremony, the minister's phone rang in the middle of his speech. <laughs> sermon? Not really sure. We were all horrified when he stopped the proceedings to answer the call. But he then proceeded to conduct a pretend conversation with a seahorse named Mr. Seahorse. So, hello, Mr. Seahorse is imagining what's happening. Do you think, hold on, sorry, I don't really, <laughs> but do you think the minister like workshopped, he's like, I got to call it Mr. Seahorse, otherwise they're not going to, because they're not getting the other side of this conversation. Right, they're not going to. So I got to call it Mr., even though it should have been called like, uh, you know, Stevie or something. Right. right oh, right. Stevie? Hello. Oh, you're under the sea, Stevie? Swimming? Mating for life, I see? Like, Because he had to go through, he would have to go through that if it wasn't no, called I Mr. Under- Seahorse. I understand, Andy. I understand. <laughs> Okay, back to this. He then proceeded to conduct a pretend conversation with a seahorse named Mr. Seahorse, who was supposedly calling in to wish the happy couple well on their wedding day. I had to pretend my tears were from joy and not hysterical laughter. Then at the reception, the maid of honor's speech included the tale of the bride contracting chlamydia in college. Love y'all so much. Best podcast ever. Wow. Seahorses and chlamydia. That's a night. Could you That's imagine a party that spe- in a nutshell? Could you imagine just the like, <gasps> the, or the like, just the like air leaving the, the room, clenching of the yeah. buttholes of every person in the Do reception? Do you remember when you had when you were dripping and you had to go to the? I don't know what happens with comedia. Dripping. Good lord, Andy! Please don't <laughs> guess what happens with STDs. Please don't make any more guesses. <laughs> Do you remember when you had to go to the? Oh I don't know what's the medical person at a college. I mean, infirmary or nurse's office or campus doctor. Do you remember when you had to go to the campus doctor and have your... And it turned out it was chlamydia. You had it looked at. I didn't know that by saying three options, you were going to continue the character <laughs> and the voice. I wasn't trying to give you... I wasn't trying to further clarify your monologue. Hey, it's me, Mr. Seahorse. <laughs> remember when you got chlamydia? You know what? Speaking of f- comedy... And fun and joy, you know, much in the way Andy is just monologuing for us now. I wanted to let you guys know, just a reminder, this Sunday, if you are a member of the Patreon, I will be doing a Zoom set this Sunday, August 6th, 3 p.m. Pacific time. All right, so an afternoon, maybe about half an hour. I'm just going to be talking through some material, working it out from the comfort of home and the joy of Zoom. All right, so if you're in the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash couples therapy pod, you will get a link. 
and you will get to join the show. We're going to have fun. This is like a Sunday afternoon. Let's get into it. Let's talk about some things. Let's workshop some thoughts. Let's get things prepared. You know, and I said, I do that for my real ones. Mm -hmm. I feel like the page is a safe space. Mm -hmm. These are the people who I can bring it to. Mm -hmm. Which is eyes staring at you. Right. Eyes staring at me or the wonderful people who are like, I turn my camera off. I don't want to be seen, but you dance for me. And I say, I understand. But just the presence of other people there lets you like collect your thoughts in a way that otherwise were not collectible. Exactly. I mean, it's even more. And it's funny. I think the thing I noticed on a Zoom show, I might talk faster because mm-hmm. there's no audible laughter, but it does give me the same. I do feel like, okay, this is a performance. So it's like, bring it, get it together. So anyway, Sunday, August 6th, 3 p.m. P.S. And- Enough, 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 enough about this. Yes. Who's our guest today, Naomi? Our guest is the one, the only, the brilliant and wonderfully talented Molly Ephraim. Yes. You have seen her in a bunch of shows. Figure it out. Look into it if you want to. The point is, Molly is gifted and Molly, like us, is struck. But you know what? We recorded this pre-strike. We recorded this with hope in our hearts. (laughs) Love in our lives. Pre-sag strike. That's what I mean. And so, give a listen to this wonderful, beautiful episode with Molly. Roll it. Molly. Molly, the second of Juliet Rylance's Perry Mason lovers to make an appearance on the show. Okay, but 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 I got it first. Sure. The first lover. Okay? Sure, you're the first lover. I was the first, first lover. lover. first lover. She learned from me what she needed and didn't need, and what she <laughs> needed was was a, a a better lover and, <laughs> and i think and i think hazel hazel went the way of so many exes mm. did you go method for perry mason oh yeah <laughs> oh oh yeah no this second season i that that was i think the first job that i did after having a kid and i um <laughs> i'm just launching right in guys i hope that's fine you got it you um got it. i had never left the house without my child and had left the house with all of like the pumping equipment that one needs and being a new mom and not knowing like everything that you need. I got there and I was like, okay, have a second before I go into hair and makeup. I'm going to pump because my tits are killing me. And I sat down and I was like, fuck, I don't have one of those little parts. You don't <laughs> need to concern yourself, but there's like a hundred million parts. And I was like, damn it. And I asked someone at base camp. They said, you can drive home, go grab them, come back. So I like drove really fast, oh, wow. safely, got the parts, came back. My husband was like, are you sure you have everything? I'm like, yes. I got back there. A couple of hours later, now I'm like really ready to explode. And I sit down, try to do it again. And I'm missing more parts. Oh, and my I Lord. felt so stupid. So I had to go to them. And also it's like I'm wrapped up in seven pairs of Spanx. I just feel totally insane having left the house and I was like, I, I'm in a, I'm in a pickle. And they sent, they sent a wonderful PA named Kenny to my house. He picked up all of the parts. Now did Kenny know all the parts or were you like Kenny? Has Kenny done any lactation (laughs) pumping before? Yes. Is Kenny a lactation consultant? Does IATSE give them training? (laughs) Shout out to IATSE by the way. He could be. Um, no, my husband put every single pump part that was imaginable, like into one bag, and then Kenny brought it back. And then I found out later that it was Kenny's very last day working on that <laughs> show. And I was like, "What a way to go out!" So Kenny like, had to hot get the mess. tools. Had, he had well, to get them. Did you give him a bottle to go? <laughs> I Venmoed him. I was like, "That's a nice thing. What a mensch. <laughs> what a weird day for Kenny." But what I'm hearing is you're a working mom. 
having it all. You're doing oh. it all. You know, this, is what, this is what we talk about in the magazines, oh, right? The women's magazine. She has it all. And by all, she means all the noodles and pasta and baby <laughs> snacks and well, fucking crumbs everywhere. Yeah, we got it all, baby. But then in, in League of Their Own, you were pregnant. And I yeah. just loved how much knitting you were doing. Um, <laughs> but I say, you know, we're, we're not here to do a career retrospective. We're talking about relationships. This so I will be, we're so not, I will be pivoting. I, will I don't be care about it either. I don't care about her. <laughs> we're not going She's down She's not here right baby. now. <laughs> no. My kid's but, not on this podcast. It's me, baby. <laughs> I'm wondering just about sort of, you know, it sounds like, for instance, even just in this anecdote, how adaptable are you? Are you somebody who can really just kind of say, like, we're going to make this work? Sure. whatever. Like me, I face a minor inconvenience and I'm like, shut it down. No, I will not be at work today. Yes. I'm very sorry. You will have to recast me. And that's why I don't work. Yeah. So, but like, I'm wondering, like, are you someone mm-hmm. who can really just kind of say, like, we're going to do it. this? Yeah, we're going to roll with it. And has it always uh, been your way or not your way at all? Tell us the vibe. I would like to think that I am that on the outside that I am giving that, um, the, the minor inconveniences really do throw me for a loop. Uh, my husband has like, has always had pretty severe OCD, which manifests in like fears about what I would consider to be like, not real things like that he is going to be uh, that he's gonna th- maybe as an example I don't know this is not really one of his OCD fears but like toss a banana peel someone slips and falls he goes to prison for the rest of his life because of a wrongful death suit do you know what I mean like <laughs> right right like, right, right. The like so above and beyond like bonkers and that's the sort of thing that I'm like I've got your crazy figured out don't mm-hmm. worry about it but the like minutia of life does not bother him and that's a nice counterpoint. <laughs> so that the little stuff makes me like absolutely insane, and uh, and I have somebody else to like take care of that. Uh-huh. Just put it on a honeydew list, and <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know that. But the like kid stuff because this is my first kid. All of it is so new, so pregnancy was like a new experience to do while working. And I kept feeling like I know how to be a good, um, a, a good like worker. I know, I know how to be a good, a good actor on set. I know how to like hit my mark and I know how to be a team player. And I don't yet know how to be a good pregnant person because I'm learning as I'm going. And that's the case for being a mom too. So it is very difficult to be like, well, I don't know what I'm doing here. I know what I'm doing over here. Um, but to place them on top of each other. Now I think I could manage. She's like yeah. old enough. But in the beginning, you're just like, what do I do with this water worm that screams and poops? And I, what on earth? Yeah, I have to imagine it is the it is like a exponential version. Like Mabel ran into a bush That's yesterday. Mabel, our dog, ran into a bush oh, yeah. yesterday. And yeah. yelped, and I quick yeah. grabbed her. I was going to a friend's house, and I quick grabbed her, ran back in, <laughs> and like panicked, like Naomi. I, I don't know if she got bit. Look, let's look, and we like combed through like her fur to see yeah. if she had like yeah. anything happened. She probably just hit like a thorn or like a like a a, a twig. spiky plant. A, yeah, a, she was like surprised. A, a twig <laughs> poked her, or something like that. It was nothing like that, but because like we don't know, because this yeah. is our first dog. And we yeah. don't know all the things. And we're anxious people. I think that's and all. And we're Let's anxious. How long did you have that. this dog? 
a couple four years. years. Okay. Four. So but don't like, you feel like you have a better sense of like, oh, she's doing that thing. Like she. No. I don't know. I don't. Nope, no, you don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. No, right, when, when we no, hear a joke, <laughs> we, are, we like flip out and we're like, what happened? What's going okay. on? Like, is she dying? And I have to oh, imagine dear. a thing that, that you birthed. Sorry to use the word thing. And, no, I, it's well, a thing. we've already said water worms, so uh, I'm holding a I, creature yeah, yeah. that <laughs> yeah. that has that is half of your DNA and half of your yeah. husband's DNA is is uh, you are <sighs> even ex- more precious, exponentially yeah. more neurotic about. Yes, at times we I we have had an accident prone dog prior to having had our baby and. I thought that he would prepare us a lot more. He really didn't. Because <laughs> when he's being bad, we put him in a box. And we're like, just chill. Sure. You know? Yeah. Or like, eat some peanut butter off the ground. I don't know. Which I guess she does too. But um, <laughs> but like, w- we kind of cut our teeth with all of the emergency vet visits with him. Yeah. That... In the very beginning, you're like, oh, my God, what is this thing? But you have to, like, assess. Is this, like, emergency level? Is this, like, place a call to the pediatrician level? Mm -hmm. Is this text a friend whose sister is a pediatrician level? (laughs) Is this a phone a friend? Is this a take a pic and send it to my sister-in-law? Like, there is a lot of different levels of of emergency. So there's not been anything that's made me too, too freaked neurotically but also yeah. she's an the kid so we're lucky that's what we need we need a friend whose sister is a vet we need a friend who's a vet period i've been trying to ingratiate it's, myself when we go to the damn office i'm waiting for someone to go i like your comedy just so i can get yeah. in but so far no no oh, here's my number call me after hours really? you need anything. <laughs> it is useful it's useful i mean i feel a little bit bad for this friend of mine because sometimes we'll be just texting like hey what's up how are you like let's hang out get dinner and then there's like a picture of a rash <laughs> and then like all of these texts and like hey can you send this to your sister and then i don't hear it for a couple of hours and then she gets back like, it's gone it's fine never mind just delete that picture that's okay so i have a question though did you always want to be a parent was being a mom on the list was that a thing always because you've been with your husband again because we met years ago at a wedding and i believe you were with your husband then no No, ma'am no okay no i don't remember who you were with then i just remember Um, meeting you on like we do i give names there was a cabin uh or like it was like a a, we were uh, cabins no but what was that called a porch yes Yes, you know, the thing with the thing and the hanging and the swings and the sort of just, um, well, no, that's an ex-boyfriend. but he's bed and walked Mabel and we're here now. Guys, so, great. You've been up I for mean, five hours, I'm sure. And are like, you look fresh. You look awake and white-eyed. Stop it. I, I'm, I'm glad that you're running on the level of brain power that I'm running on. That's, it's all <laughs> just right here. It's localized. Molly um, pointed to her bun. You, yeah. for, the, for the listener, she's pointing to all of her energies in her bun. Uh, ha- uh, half bun. Um, <laughs> that was an ex. He is still a great friend. Um, he is now married and expecting and um, wonderful person. I've been with my husband for, I just asked him actually before he left the house with a kid. He was like, why are you asking? Oh, right. I forgot you're going on this podcast. That's about <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, um, by the way, how long, when did we, I think we've been together for like 
seven years and we've been married for a year. We'll be two in September. I don't remember what the original question was because I only have space in my brain to remember two numbers. (laughs) And the the one was seven and one. Your mom, the mom, mom plan, goal. How was it for you? I think I always wanted to be a mom. I liked kids. I like kids. I used to babysit nanny quite a bit. Um, Babies were not my forte because I think I like to play. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's hard. (laughs) Like, especially with a really little baby and you're like, give me something. Like, like, when when my daughter started, like, Making eye contact, smiling, laughing as an actor, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you need, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what we, as these like traumatized <laughs> beings out in the world in the <laughs> entertainment business, need, we like need the constant like yeah. feedback and attention and, and whatever. And now that she's like laughs hysterically, if you do a bit, you just like run that bit into the ground. <laughs> you just like, you just like play that bit over and over. So I want, I, thought that it would be a thing I would do. And I felt very much more um, urgency, like, in my 20s, I think. Hmm. Oh. Which is strange. And then I think the closer and closer that I got to, like, having a real relationship or, like, it being a thing that was much more feasible financially, life-wise, that's when I started getting a little like, oh, that's a – boy, that is – quite an undertaking, isn't it? That's a whole, that's a whole thing to really try to wrap your brain around and then realizing at a certain point, i.e. the pandemic, that we were like, I don't think there's going to be a right time that just like comes down from on high and smacks me across the face and is like, okay, ready, set, go. Um, and, use those ovaries. Yeah. And like, I don't know, a certain age, I'm like, <laughs> You know, um, so we decided to start trying and were exceptionally lucky and just did right out of the gate. Um, but then, and I was trying to be real smart and time it with league because oh. I was like, oh, I don't want to be too pregnant. <laughs> Wouldn't that be <laughs> just a drag? And um, and then production got like pushed, 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 and then moved to Pittsburgh, and which is how I found myself like waddling outside in ninety five degree humid, humid days, um, <laughs> trying to get to a bathroom eight times an hour. Um, Did it feel good so to be back part. in Pennsylvania? <laughs> you know what? As as a as a Philly ish. I should say Philly, but like really the Burbs native. I had never been to Pittsburgh. And you know, a lot of people are like Philly people or Pittsburgh people. I liked it. It was nice. I had a good time. I'm neither. I, I'm, uh, re- I'm from Reading. But you so. went to oh, Pitt. Okay. I went okay. to Pitt, but I also went to grad school oh. in Temple. So I'm okay. from both. Okay. I, I went to yeah. both cities. Okay. Yeah, I got to ask Fantastic. you a question. Yeah. Where, like where outside? What are you, Lower Marion? Like where outside? Bucks Main County. Line? Bucks County. Oh, Bucks nice. County, yeah. Now I got to yeah. ask you. Go Do on. You, from Pennsylvania. Did you do BBYO? <laughs> Baby, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, my brother went to, well, I don't know what it's called now. He went to Akiba. Um, he, like, he went to a Hebrew high school. 
because oh. he had we we both had uh, had our like moving in and out fluid journeys with Judaism, and he got super Jewy in high school. Um, I was like, I'm going to this private school. And Did he have a Letterman like, jacket with like a high on it or something? <laughs> God, that would be so cool. I have a hat that I bought at Ralph's that says get high and, <laughs> and it's a really shitty baseball hat but I love wearing it. Does it have a, ro- a rabbi with a bomb? <laughs> yeah. I, so I wore it out funny. with my family the other day for dinner and I got some looks of people being like that's not appropriate. Like, uh, <laughs> doing that's, that. that's okay. That's I say wear it to oh. shul. Right? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sounds fun. Um, it's LA. You, you both had in and out journeys. What was your version of that? I mean, you didn't go to that high school, but Mm-mm. did you have a moment where you were very, you know, into your religion? No, I feel like right now it's so funny because I mean, Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Um, <laughs> my husband Evan, when we met, I was like, "Yes, we'll have kids. Yes, we'll raise them Jewish." But like, listen, it doesn't have to be like Jewish. <laughs> Just this is a thing that I'm carrying. It's a mom thing, whatever. And he, um, having this like very strong ethical compass, uh, was like, no, I want to be on board and I want to know exactly like what it is that we are, what it is that we're creating, the ethos that we're creating for a family together. And I don't want to just like mumble my way through prayers or through these traditions. I want to actually know what it is. Oh, what so we all right, Evan. We got it. <sighs> Calm down. So we. we <laughs> I took make Naomi do the Shema every day. I make her excited. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what keeps the spark alive for you guys. <laughs> absolutely, and I absolutely. love that for you. So we started like doing Shabbat, which I had never done growing up, and did it with friends of ours and making it our own thing. And that's been kind of the extent of like my swinging back into it and now my daughter has like a tiny wooden shabbat set that she gets super pumped about i showed it to i i showed it to ari and he was like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh it's like yeah she's gonna be making aliyah by the time she's like four (laughs) but um in the meantime it's sweet and she likes to you know throw the like wooden challah pieces at the dog and (laughs) switch the candles around and do that sort of thing. So I feel like now we are, we're kind of finding like an equilibrium of what the religious traditions are that we want to keep and carry on and utilize because like, I don't know. And it's purest form. It's a nice way of connecting uh, with family and like deconnecting from the rest of the world and sometimes i get around to turning my phone off um <laughs> other times i disconnect by being on instagram for five hours you know <laughs> whatever Sounds it is familiar. um so yeah did you go to i Hebrew think school? that's i did not no Mm-mm. i was a religion major in college but i didn't i mean i did like a couple of judaic study things but but I was you're a little religion like, mayor, but I your mean, Tuesday mayor. nights, your Tuesday nights mayor. and your Saturday mornings were yours. That's what. So for me, Tuesday night mm-hmm. was Hebrew school for before my Ooh. Mm-hmm. and then Saturday mornings was religious school, and I missed all the cartoons, and I had to. Yeah. Eventually, my mom would tape the X Men cartoon. For me. <laughs> that is precious. What is your relationship to all of that now? 
Or how do you feel like that informed your your thinking about Molly turning tables? Molly turning tables. I'm interested. I find the ethical mission of Judaism to be very important to me. And I will fast on Yom Kippur because of that. But the rest of it, uh, I do not like temple. It's boring. Yeah, it's okay. really boring. I'm like, ah, we get it. God, you're great. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like, we, we got it. I don't, do I have to do yeah. it for 45 minutes? I like the songs. I mean, there's a helicopter who, overhead of us, and you know what? Last time this are happened, we holding for plane? No, I was just more like it was feeling low. Last time this happened, mm. there was someone with a knife outside of a graduation. So what I'm saying is, you guys, yes. sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> we could use it. Um, and listen, <laughs> we're, I know, I, I know that citizen is that. like. Citizen is a like a is a dangerous tool. However, also, have you spent a little bit of time on that? Sometimes, lots of people with machetes out in the valley. I don't know why. Wow, no. But when we had sometimes the I pop on there, strangers came to me with citizen. Someone was like, "Oh, because it's so funny." Some party was like, "Oh, this is what it is," and I go, "How do you know that?" And he was like, "You said on stage you lived in Los Feliz." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay." I did also kind of put some information out there, and then they said a picture of you <laughs> through the window. <laughs> Right, <laughs> a long lens, and I was like, it's "You're a, right." It's a but spooky tool. It was Citizen. I was like, "Oh, because even though when I was googling, nothing came up, but if you've got Citizen, they had the information." To put this oh, yeah. all into, hold on. Okay, there was okay, one okay. Sunday on, where back, suddenly there was a helicopter like twenty feet above our heads, just circling, and like mm-hmm. we heard something out of a bullhorn, like "Put it down and get on the ground." And then there were like eight <laughs> cop cars everywhere. There's a school. There's like a high school or grade school or something like that about a block on the other side of the block from us and someone okay. there had a knife which we, uh, and we were just like all we knew was that there was a helicopter circling and we're just like close the windows close the <laughs> close the curtains in case like someone starts shooting like we didn't know what the fuck was going on we all we had was like the worst case scenario stuff yeah. in our heads so we're like let's huddle in the bathroom i don't know what's going on i was on. prepared to take the dog and the cat into the bathroom i said you know what nothing can come they have to come through many layers of wall yeah. hopefully whatever like, i literally that's how i am now so of course Isn't it so relaxing living in america it's so like <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. What's no, that no, we're, about? we're decamping for Amsterdam if we get the chance. I know. Fingers crossed. Can I still have like in a world of self tapes? Can I just say I'm a local hire from Amsterdam? <laughs> is there a way? Is there yeah. a way? Because I say get me yeah. out of here. But of course, being the modern people we are, we went. We took to Instagram to say what the fuck is going on, and that's when people started to say, that's "You got to use Citizen." Yeah. But their machetes where you are. They're yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's like just fun to be alive and like just trying and. Yeah. There's a new cool. overlay on there that I discovered very late uh, the other night that allows you to see all of the sex offenders within your area. Also, I see your eyebrows raised. No! That's correct. No. Correct. It's a, no. it's a tool on an app. It's um, it's a scary, scary place <laughs> You can't. You can't. I would never leave the house. That's why I don't have these apps on my phone because I'm already like I won't go out after dark. And so I'm like, like, and I'm like, oh no, no, no! Do not let me have the app that tells me yeah. everyone's terrible. I, Molly, yeah. wait. I want to. Okay, okay. So sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was I, gonna, no, no, no. The next question I I had been in my head uh, that I had in my head was, did you date anyone in your Hebrew school? But if not, you're dating people in secular school. Sure. I mean, ostensibly, no. Did you if, I, if I were dating, no, no, I like what I didn't have a normal high school experience also because I started working, I started acting as a kid, um, like in theater stuff around 13. So like oh, okay. 
did various shows throughout high middle school, high school. In Philly, or are you already going up to New York? In Philly and New York. Yeah, both. So I was tutored. And then, <laughs> which is great for certain subjects and <laughs> not for other ones, because you're like, What are the worst man, ones? What are the worst ones for tutor? Uh, chemistry. Because um, you don't have a lab. Like, you just, it's right. exhaustingly mm-hmm. boring. Yeah, there's no Erlenmeyer flasks on the Great White Way. Yeah, any of the humanities. I mean, math was good for me to be tutored in because then I couldn't just, like, wriggle out and stay in the bathroom and then come back and be like, oh, okay, tests is over, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, 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 like, actually had to learn the calc or whatever. Uh, the <laughs> humanities Calculus. stuff. Calc, calc yeah. or whatever. Yeah, calc. No, I like calc or whatever. Derivatives. Thanks. <laughs> Who uses that now, though? <laughs> Tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Rocket scientist. Really, it is not useful for I guess that's for, right. <laughs> that's fair. No. Outside of problem solving people. skills. Um, humanities, anything that had to do with like class discussion, with, uh, uh-huh. lacking. Right. Basically. Okay. But uh, yes. So I was tutored and usually like the only kid, if not like one of a few kids and so I didn't start dating till college and how was that I did I was also late to dating and interaction and but then it also felt like whoa this is like more intense because in college then there's like the expectation of sex do you know what I mean like it's like back in the when we were little you were just holding hands but now it's like ostensibly I'm supposed to go back to your room and stuff's supposed Mm -hmm. to happen (laughs) yeah it's like oh my god the pressure's too high yes it is I mean, I luckily uh, look. This person does not talk to me anymore. <laughs> I would love it if we had like a friendly relationship, but some things just go go the way of the, of the way. Uh, however, totally. But like, we were super great friends before a relationship blossomed. It, I felt incredibly safe. It was like sweet and communicative and respectful and all of the great things that one hopes for mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. now looking back thinking like oh boy so many bad options could have just presented themselves so many I-, I was not in like showbiz really i don't consider theater working in theater as a small child to be <laughs> showbiz or as a teen to be the business but like had i been out here in la and working as a teenager, that scares me. Um, I I don't know yeah. what sort of creeper I would have come up against. And uh, oh yeah, still, does your uh, does the Citizen you know app I mean? show you all the Hollywood all the creeps, weirdos? all yeah. the fuckboys? Yes, yes, it does. God, that would be oh my gosh! Can you imagine that app where everybody just like rates their ex and <laughs> you can you can scan and be like this person? I don't know. Choose with their mouth open and this person. No, it just keeps track of like. Where's Brian Singer? Where is <laughs> yeah. oh, where's oh, Kevin Spacey? Where's- oh, wait. A canceled app? Okay, canceled. It just it, it GPSes them. It GPSes wow. Max Landis. Where, whoever. You know oh. all, all alleged, I think. All, I'm just yet. throwing Don't that out there just so there's nothing actionable. Yeah, all we alleged. Andy, that's alleged. a really, we can't get sued. really just, good idea. Just, just in case. We... We were pitching Cancellation Island, where you put everyone who's canceled on an island together, like a la Survivor, and whoever wins, like, gets to be uncanceled, and then... 
Oh, you put them to actually have attention. I just thought you would put them on an island by themselves and let them attack each other because that's yes, that, that would actually be true cancellation, <laughs> yeah. which is like you're off the grid. No one knows whether you're alive or yeah. dead. Yeah. And of course, and it's Epstein's work. island that they're yeah. on. Yes. Andrew, we and have Army yes. Hammer and Army Hammer got the got, got the housing situation there. <laughs> wait, is he working with? Wait, what is Army doing? He's working on uh, 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 timeshares, no? Really? Oh. I didn't know. I know oh. there's a yes! documentary called House of Hammer, but I haven't engaged with it, so I don't know. I Where think he's selling timeshares. Well, someone listening, let please us know. Please, Hammer, don't hurt them. <laughs> Andrew, please! <laughs> I feel like we need to answer some people's questions, but wait, before wait, we wait, do... Wait, wait, yes. Before okay. we do, what? I want to, like, just what? get a little... Fill well, in I'm, the gap I between... Have question, okay, okay. I have a question, okay. I have a question. You go. Go on. You say you don't consider that to be the business, you know, doing theater as a kid. But at the same time, like, you are, from a very young age, a worker and very often surrounded by adults who expect you to be on top of your shit. Like, I know what you mean. It's not the glitz of all of this, right? Like, maybe no one's offering you Coke in the dressing room of, like, a theater. But at the same time... Come on, just do a bump off my key. But at the same time, you are, like... Expect- in, a, in a grown-up environment. Yeah, you're in a grown-up yeah. environment all the time. Yeah, that's true. I would say that's true. And I I don't – it's been a minute since I was in therapy, and I've never, like, worked through all of that business. But okay, I do Okay, we're going to make some calls. Molly, I do have constant um, recurring dreams and nightmares about being on stage and uh, forgetting lines or that there's, like – a revival of a show and they've like, okay, here you go. You're, you're back at it or something. And it's grown up me trying to like, not fuck up child, my, my child version of my job or something, Mm. which is, I don't know, but it could be worse. It could be like Drew Barrymore or something, you know, there's, there's a level of, (laughs) of pressure and intensity and attention. And for me, mostly, I think it just, manifested as like having an outlet for being the very annoyingly precocious kid that I was and being around adults and getting all of that like oh you're so grown up and going out and them ordering me a Shirley Temple at a bar and just being like very content with having my um all of my best friends be like 45 year old (laughs) let me tell you I'm feeling like great about that yeah 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 you're you know? like, this is where so I it took a minute. I think it took a minute once I got to college, and I'd be like, mm, well, "These are all people my age. That's weird." I was gonna Ew. say, "Yeah, what did that? Yeah, what did that look like?" Because as I was an only, ch- I am an only child, and like, so mm-hmm. I was used to also being around adults, and also mm. kind of felt. And it's true. It's like the not award or accolade, but like the way people you get the pat on the head for being a good little mini adult. You know what I yeah. mean? Which suddenly, when you're around your peers, it's like, "Why are you such an arc?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, they're like, why are you such a wet blanket? It's like, yeah. I'm mature, but it takes time. I would add to that also, like, I was so small. I was so, so tiny. And then <laughs> sp- spoke like, I don't know, like a seven-year-old Jewish man, like, telling <laughs> about the weather or whatever. The people are like, who is this? That's so cute. You're so smart. And and my kid is so tall for her age <laughs> That <laughs> everywhere we go, and they're like, oh, how old is she at the playground? I'm like, oh, she's about to be 19 months. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, she's huge. And I said to Evan, like, oh. she played like, for oh. the WNBA. 
Yeah, she's going to have the opposite, which he had growing up because he was so big. And everybody's like, God, why is that kid so dumb? And he's like, because <laughs> I'm only eight. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of long-term uh, effect that has on on a sense of self or personality that you're like, I, I was constantly like surprising people and I liked that. And now as an adult, I'm like, do I surprise you? And they're like, ma'am, we don't need you to pull out your ID. We know that you're over 21. <laughs> okay. Fine. That's fine. But I can recite the, uh, the speech from Macbeth. Aren't you surprised? Yeah. You're like, no, you're an adult. <laughs> Boy. Wish I could. Wish I could, Andy. A dagger I see before me? (laughs) Did you have a question? I just wanted to, what was the the interval between this uh, very sweet college boyfriend and the husband? Oh, so, so many. (laughs) So many. Flotsam and jetsam style. Uh Style fellas along the way. Uh I mean, not so many guys, but (laughs) wink, wink, you know? Hey, you you got to try it out. We're a um, modern podcast. We don't judge. So many. Okay. There was a there was a large enough chunk of time. Yeah. And mistakes were made because yeah, they or, got to be. Got and to be. um, but I think I don't know when I back it when I was in therapy and had a lot of untangling of like what is a love relationship versus a lust relationship. Because a lust relationship is not a relationship that has any legs to it. You are not going to like have a long-term family loving relationship. This does not, it's not a tenable situation. It's based on something that's like out of your reach. There's like too much mystery. And that's what's Mm -hmm. like getting your juices going versus the love relationship, which is based in stability and trust and didn't quite couldn't like parse those two out for a long time Mm. so i think that's why we had some uh you know just some trial (laughs) runs and bumps and bruises along the way if you catch my meaning but by the time i met evan i was like oh okay yeah i like i like i like it well were you when the same i started asking about parenting were you like i am ready to settle down now or was this more like, mm. you no, know, you were like, I like this guy. Let's just see where it goes. And then, you know, obviously the relationship happened. Obviously, you guys were also together a while before, you know. Yeah. You I big think moves. like, I don't know, heading into 30, I started feeling the, because I knew that I wanted kids. I was like, okay, let's be serious with a little checklist in the back of your brain. Hmm. Let's just see if we feel like this relationship has some holding power here or that I don't know that it feels like it's a long-term thing yeah. and so I would I felt like I would give I would try to give a relationship enough time to like suss that out but yeah it definitely was always in the back of my head like is this working is this working for that purpose or is this working just for like a now for purpose yeah for, for fun. funsies yeah 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 but when I started thinking like oh I think I want to like find that person and get enough time in before we ostensibly start trying to have a child Mm -hmm. then it was like 
funds out the window. Um, <laughs> now I'm in a I'm in a funless relationship. No. Um, <laughs> we have no fun, and I love it, and I'm obsessed with him, and and we have a lot of fun. Oh, you. Was yeah. there a point you got to where you're where you could figure out the difference between these two, the lust versus the love? Or was it really that therapy, you had to go into therapy to like untangle it? Therapy helped a lot. I think my anxieties, I had a lot. I, I did not know that there was something called like relationship OCD. I've not been diagnosed with this. My own husband di- lightly diagnosed me with this when we were dating. Because he was like, you start like a little thing feels wrong. And... I would like feel that in my gut. And then that led to all of these anxious thoughts of like, this is wrong. Actually, I'm feeling it in my gut, which means that this isn't right. We're going to break up. This isn't, I got to like record out. Like this is, I I'm going to like shut down. So you would take a tiny thing. Yeah. And not necessarily tiny, but, but small kind of relative. A smallish and thing. Make it. And see, like, this is a sign that this is not it. Yes. Right. Uh Because I think I had just been searching for, like, I just need a sign. Like, I need a thing to come down and say, like, yes, this is the person. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's time to have your kid. Yes, I need someone else. Like, let me just be the receiver, the recipient (laughs) of the word of the Lord. The Lord or my therapist or my, like, someone tell me when it's bedtime, tell, tell me what to do. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's super Freudian, con- confusing the Lord and your therapist together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, I think w- pushing against that. So every time that I feel like, I got to run away, I got to get out of here. And then like, knowing enough about my own freakouts and brain chemistry to be like, maybe I should lean in, lean in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Lean the in. The old Cheryl Sam. Ladies. Yeah, the old Cheryl. Yes. Or being a Cheryl yeah. in a world of mollies and um, <laughs> lean a little bit more in. And that was always helpful. Also, he is like extremely um, emotionally attuned and we actually this will be fun for you we did a therapy swap like very early on in dating um yes yes he came with me to see my therapist i i can't believe i didn't tell you this really um i recommend it it was great i went with him to see his therapist as well and that was illuminating because he came to for a visit with mine but what's the context are you walking and being like hey give him the lowdown do you know what I mean? Like telling your therapist. I think to just the like- context was that I was like, could I bring him in? Because I feel like my anxieties about relationships are setting off his relation, his anxieties about um, uh, being alone or being a bad person or whatever his anxieties were. So we're just like a Rube Goldberg machine of like setting <laughs> each other off. We just need somebody to like stick a spoke in one of the wheels and help us figure out like, Cause it seemed so simple. We really yeah. were like, I know that we're perfect. We just got to figure out what is that? Like, what's the break? Yeah. And I was laughing hysterically. I couldn't stop laughing. 
because I was so uncomfortable. It was like, uh, you know, the feeling like uh, laughing in school when your teacher like called you out yep. or something and you're laughing yep. so hard that like you start crying and you're yep. not sure why you're crying. <laughs> yeah. It felt like that. Uh-huh. And Evan was like, what's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> Both he and the therapist were like, huh, that's how are you feeling right now? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then. We went to see his because I was like, I have dated people who have OCD before, but I, not being a person that has it in the, quite the way that he does, I don't, I don't know how to interact with that. Mm. Um, and it was so great and illuminating. And he had, he like, spoke to his therapist in a very different way. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like the way that you're talking to me when there's an issue, which I read as argumentative is actually not. It's just sort of this interrogation of what it is that you actually mean. I'm taking that as um, like, oh no, we're fighting. And when actually you're just discussing, okay, got it. Like I'm starting to click in and his therapist was a youngish guy with a, with a little bow tie and we left and I was like, Ooh, little bow tie, pretty cute therapist. He was like, I told him last week you were going to find him attractive. <laughs> yeah, damn it. You, you know me. And it was the face for a bow tie. Was he wearing a seersucker suit? What's the, I don't are you yucking the little my, boy with a lollipop. Are you yucking my yum over here? If you've been in there, you <laughs> no, think, I, you'd be all no, about I, just, it too. I think it's funny that he, that he was like, I told him. You would yeah, think I told him last week. Mm-hmm. I told him last week, like, yeah, she's probably going to, like, make a comment. <laughs> just, just go So he it. knew you. How early in the relationship yeah. was this swap? Like, how many months in? It could have been, like, six months in? No. Five-ish months? Like, early enough. Yeah, and, yeah. And people thought that I was just being, like, an oversharing weirdo. Um... It was great. It was so, it was so useful to be like, oh, when you're having a fear of, I don't know, going to jail, uh, of, look, of losing everything and becoming homeless when you're having like a deep, like OCD spin out, I am not going to say, Evan, that's not going to happen because of X, Y, and Z, because I am simply feeding into that. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm going to say, boy, that sounds really hard for you. What do you want for dinner? And... Or make a little side joke. I was like, is it okay to joke about these things? Is it okay? Like, yes, okay. So I think finding a rhythm and a way to, like, interact with each other's... Uh, I would say triggers. Like issues. Or, yeah, yeah. irks. Um, was so helpful. Yeah. Also just nice to be like, oh, I see. This is the sort of person that you tell all of the things too got it yeah okay so yeah 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 i mean can't recommend it enough well it's also like to me it seems like it's about you really kind of like you sort of decide you're like let's get to the bottom of this meaning like yeah okay if you're gonna be my partner let's see if we can figure out what this is right and so the decision to do that kind of early is like i'm vibing on you i like you but we got to figure out this this like disconnect which is certainly what andy and i did i mean it took us longer well no i think you would come to my therapist but it was more like us going into couples where it was like, okay, we seem to have the same four arguments. And so uh-huh. we got to figure out how to like 
not or how to make them not so loaded or how to you know what i mm-hmm. mean or like kind of figure out what is like let's go let's go get somebody else up in here because we're gonna hit the same you, wall every time <laughs> do you feel like and it, i have to answer this it, when you if you still have those same four arguments do you feel like they still hold as much like value to you in the sense of like oh man that is that feels so heavy or that you're just like ah damn it it's this one again like okay blah 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 blah, blah. skip yeah, to the end no. of the script Say the thing. I don't. I don't there, think so. And I. Th- I don't think we have the same four arguments anymore. I think we have like uh, figured out some of the bigger things, like say financial <laughs> stuff. Like who? Mm-hmm. Like the big one was like who? I was more comfortable living on nothing, and mm-hmm. it was like I'm not living like that. <laughs> and so <laughs> we're like, okay, well, her level is the level that we that the couple goes to, even though yeah. I could survive on fake turkey on toasted arnold rye no look at her don't do that to her absolutely not no absolutely i said she's like no i've called his meals kindergarten lunch i said are you having (laughs) kindergarten lunch as a whole grown-ass adult meal not with me and (laughs) so we had to figure that out but also just the biz of it all right like i think yeah i know i know that my anxiety when i flare it has nothing to do with andy or his work ethic or what's happening as much as i'm just getting nervous i'll start to think about what this looks like long term yeah and that is the, on me the business yes mean. yes with the like business literally show like, business yeah like what it is to the pursue business this, of show what it is to be yeah. in this long term both of us and then i'll be like i don't know i don't know i but mean it's, it's a pretty unpredictable uh i mean it's, it always is but we're like right at this moment it's uh <laughs> it's extra shitty yeah um yeah. for anyone's nerves so that's totally understandable especially being two people in the biz we'll win we'll win i have no i have i have no qualms about andy believes we'll win wga grinding the studios to dust well that's beautiful see i'm not (laughs) now molly do you (laughs) have time to answer people's questions of course i do great all right why don't we take a quick break and when we get back we're gonna answer your advice questions 
MeUndies got style for everyone, from all-black classics to fun, expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good at it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Molly Ephraim here to help you handle your scandal, honey. Hey, I got, I had an idea. If we ever write a self-help book. Yeah. A lust relationship doesn't have legs because it's always on its back. Wow. Snap, snap, snap. Have you been sitting over here just like noodling? (laughs) Yeah. That that was in the back of my head. Yeah. Incredible. Wow, you are a multitasker, my friend. Truly, truly, the brain never stops. Wow. The brain no. never stops. It won't, sh- it won't shut up unless I Mm-mm. put music into it. There's a diff- <laughs> there's a reason why I'm constantly listening to music or podcasts to shut the brain up. What is Mabel doing? <laughs> hey, Mabel, come uh-uh. back. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mabel, Mabel, <laughs> hold for dog. So Molly, we get questions yeah. from all over, from Twitter, from Instagram, from Gmail. Voicemail is, of course, our favorite. Naomi, yeah. what is that number? 323-524-7839. Remember, there's a three-minute limit, folks. I want you to give me the question up top. Give me your pronouns, because I can't be getting cut off right when you get to the good part. So this first one, voicemail, and uh, I, I looked up, I just went through the spreadsheet, and I was like, which ones uh, deal with marriage? And this one has a husband in it. So <laughs> here we go. Stoked. Hey, Andy and Naomi and guests. Um, I just started listening to you guys about a few months ago, 
and I didn't know what I was missing because your show is amazing. Um, also, I want to kind of give a shout out to you and Mabel and Mabel's Grimmer because um, I follow a lot of people on Instagram and Mabel is always looking sharp. She looks amazing. Um, Doesn't that feel good, guys? So good. Mabel, because I love her. Um, That's real. Me, I'm a non-binary queer person. I use she, her pronouns. Um, I'm anonymous, I guess. In a way, you can be leaving a voice message. Um, I've been with my husband for about 20 years. We've been married for three. We took forever to get married. We have two fur kids and two skin kids. Um, I am a full-time... Um, I work full-time outside of the home, and he's a stay-at-home dad. Um, and my advice that I need is he has a problem with me having close friends, um, hmm. spending time with friends outside of the home. Um, he sort of uses the excuse that he feels like he doesn't spend enough time with me um, because I work full-time out of the home. Um, but I don't spend a ton of time outside of the home. I'm kind of a homebody. I'm an introvert. Um, I become very close with friends that I have. Um, I, you know, text them a lot and talk to them. Um, and he kind of sometimes will have a problem with people that he feels like is a, are a threat to him. Um, huh. Very strange because I have never cheated on him. I never will. Um, I've always been close with my friends. I've always been one of those people that, like, friendships are very important to me. Um, all my relationships are important to me. Um, and I was just kind of wondering if you had any advice for that. Um, I don't spend a ton of time outside of the home spending time with friends. But the times that I do, I feel like he wants to choose who I spend time with, like people that he approves of. And I um, I don't care to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't like listen to him, but he tends to just get like upset about it. And I just want some advice on how to deal with it. Um, I appreciate any advice that you have, and thank you. Bye. Uh, This is a 20-year relationship. We've got to say that mm -hmm. up front. This is a 20-year relationship. Two fur, mm-hmm. two skin, which is a phrase I've never <laughs> heard before. Skin kids is genius. Thank you so much, caller. I will be taking that. Would um, you call if you've got like one of those like Egyptian cats or something? Is that oh also... a hairless? You mean yes. like a hairless? Oh. Cat? Is that also a skin? <laughs> yes, <laughs> a skin skin kitten. Um, what do you think? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, so, okay, she was saying he's stay-at-home dadding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, be, be, being a parent is hard. Being a parent is really hard. And it sounds a little bit like, um, <laughs> I just was like, a stay-at-home dad and mom's working. I was like, oh, it's basically bluey. Um, oh, is that, sorry, is that that? We, we don't, don't know, know what Bluey is. We have we I bring know. it up. I bring it up as a kid show all the time, but I have no idea Guys, what it is. It's uh fucking great. Uh <laughs> love Bluey. But um no, it sounds like he he it sounds like dad just like he needs some time with you one on one. Can even if it's not out of the house, can we like get a date night? on the books can we like find a time weekly to actually spend time together that it does not involve like 
after the kids have gone down and you're just both sitting on your phones because, boy, do I know what that looks like. But it's not quality time. Um, uh, I would also, I think, be jealous of, like, fun little side texts, even if they're not flirty, if they're just, like, I don't know, having fun and doing bits with somebody else that isn't me. Um, I, I understand I understand dads. Yeah, I get that. There. I get that. You when know? Naomi's sitting there on the other side of the couch texting all her friends, and I'm like, it's not like you're having fun over there. What? <laughs> well, when you and Tyler are texting back and forth about <laughs> hot goss. <laughs> well, I was And me, say- I'm texting my friends uh, pictures of Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I, think that's, I think what you're saying is par- partially that, yeah, because I was like, there are a couple things I would ask, because we didn't really quite get. Mm-hmm. Is. Is your uh, partner, is he lonely, right? Is this sense of because he's staying at home with the kids, is some of this, and again, after 20 years, that's why I don't want to, because like, if you had told me y'all had been together like a year or two, I would be like, no, I don't like this person like having right. thoughts on who you should hang out with. Right, because that's such controlling behavior. Yeah, but if this that's is- that's a red flag. If this is like something that's my new, and it's sort of like, okay, is this person, is he feeling lonely and feeling like, I spend all my time with children all day who just need something from me. Um, mm-hmm. And I want some fun too. I think there are two things. There's what you're saying, Molly, which is like, yeah, like making sure you guys have some time set aside where it's just y'all doing something fun, ideally out of the house if possible. If you guys have a little babysitter money for like two to three hours of just something that's just you guys. But then also, and this is something you and I talked about in couples therapy with our couples therapists and like something that is hard is like, who are his friends? And one of the things our couples therapist mm-hmm. talking about too is like it's men, especially as they get a certain age, they don't put in the work to maintain their friendships. Yeah, and especially again mm-hmm. in this context, when you have kids, when your time is limited, I think it makes it even harder. I'm losing so many good people to babies, and it's so <laughs> unfortunate for me. I am sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> like, as, as a as a as a breeding person, I am I am truly sorry. I know how that. I'm works. like okay, so so I understand how that can be how that can be tough, but I also think this is one of those things too where it's yeah. like. One, I don't think your partner should ever be everything to you, but I also think he might feel a little bit better and a little less jealous if he could mm-hmm. have a couple of his own friends, right? And now only yeah. you know after 20 years, is this yes. one of those guys who was like always kind of just like a loner and had a couple friends? Not loner in a creepy mm-hmm. way, but you know what I mean. A guy who's like, or yeah. are there friends where he's like, oh yeah, I haven't talked to so-and-so. It's like, okay, well you should. Like text them, see what's uh-huh. up. Like reopen that door. Although does he have pictures of famous people in his basement with targets? Because <laughs> that is huh. a warning sign. That I is should a warning. Say. I don't mean that. But I think that's a big part. Yeah, we didn't hear anything about we the basement. Didn't. That's that's absolutely That's fair. true. Callers, when you, you know. call in, describe your basement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe he needs some time feeling prioritized by his partner, but also he needs maybe to have some time and space. You could get a babysitter and dad can go out with a pal or start a new activity. Making friends sounds terrible to me, but, uh, but there are some people for whom that's like an exciting yeah. yeah, is there a parent and me group that yes. that he can bring the kids to? Yeah, something to something meet other dads. Like, you know what's hard? I have a friend whose son is now going to first grade, and a lot of his social 
rising is through volunteering at the school and meeting people there. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. friends with any of those people, but I know he just he socializes. Yeah, he's through, like me like, talking to other parents. I talked about this with our Palari because my husband is also non-binary and has a very difficult time feeling like there are so many of these spaces and organizations set up for like mommy and me, or even if it doesn't say explicitly mommy and me, parent and me, it is predominantly a mom space. Mm. And there it's really tricky to find a space that's like for other parents, if you identify as a father or a dad or just a parent, that um are not like the nucleus of that group isn't like whatever your your birth experience was or like being a mommy uh and i've had to explain to him that the mommy me classes that i take our kid to like i'm not having real conversations i'm not having like heart to hearts with these other women we're we're like catching up about a few things while we're like running after the kid and we're asking like, Oh, like, can you send me that recipe for those muffins that you made your kid or whatever? Like there's no real, no, there should be that for, for, for parents of all shapes, sizes, orientations, et cetera. But I think for dads to use that term very broadly, like that's really difficult. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is also because if you're not like, all right, I'm going to take my kids out for a catch. (laughs) Like if you're like, I I don't, you know, like I, I want to like do something that is also sort of emotionally attuned or I just want to be around other parents or I just want to be accepted into these circles and feel seen. Um, uh, Yeah. I'm sure that that's like super isolating for this person. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I wonder if he feels. Yeah. I'm saying this is irrational. I'm not saying this is um, this. This comes from anything because the caller said that she's never cheated on him or anything like that. But I wonder if he does feel threatened mm-hmm. and worried that like she is see, like that when she goes out mm-hmm. that she is seeing someone. I think so. I think it's not necessarily even that. But that's why I, I said it's no, irrational. No, no, I know. No, but I'm saying like. But I think part of again. I think this goes back to that feeling of I'm in the house. <sighs> My the main people I talk to are little children. I don't know Same how little, kids and for yeah. kids. but you're like, oh, I don't have like. Yeah, you start to feel like you lose some of your identity. I would imagine when you're not yes. having yes, the adult <laughs> time and like that being able to talk about something where it's like, this is my opinion on the news of the day, and like you don't have anyone yes. to share that with, and then your partner comes home from work and is probably tired. Has probably think about for instance, doesn't even count as much again not having uh, kids, but like when I'm in a writer's room and I come home. I don't want to talk to you mm-hmm. for a good hour or two because I've spent the whole day talking to mm-hmm. people. And as actually, and yeah. as much as that's like, I can say that it's actually not fair, right? Like I've put all my energy into these other people and then I come home and I don't have energy for the person who loves me the most, you know? And it's like, yes, that can certainly yes. be part of this too. Right. And that is what can dredge up that anxiety, that insecurity, that how come you're laughing with them, but then you don't laugh with me. And the fact is, cause like when you and right. me talk, we always talk in like business, who went down, when did the baby, you know, whatever the situation is, right. You can, does that happen? Like, right. Did that happen with Molly, with you and your husband of sort of getting into, you know, once you have a kid and then that becomes the center of everything. I thought you were going to say getting into parenthood. When you were like getting it, when you were first yes. dabbling with parenthood. But like that's yeah no but go it is it's so it's so hard I mean he he works from home so we're insanely lucky because I can 
say, for instance, today, like, okay, I'm going to do this podcast. He's like, okay, I've moved my meetings around. I'm going to take her and we're going to go out for a while and make sure the house is nice and quiet. (laughs) Um, Or during the week, even if he's working occasionally, hey, I want to take a shower. I've got coverage or whatever. But I am interacting right now with a baby that's about to be 19 months old. She's not really talking. She's a lot more like, you know, interactive than she was before. But I'm looking at the end of the day to be like, how was work? And like, tell me something new and like be an adult and like um, uh, enrich my brain, which is a lot of pressure to put on my husband because he's like, I'm so fucking tired. I, you know, (laughs) I've just been on my computer. I've been in meetings. I've been whatever. Like work was fine. (laughs) Lugging around our six foot two daughter. Exactly. <laughs> Our backs are both broken, but yeah, wh- that my expectation is that by the end of the day, that I'm like, I want to be entertained now, mm. or not entertained, but like I want, to, I want to have that kind of conversation because um, I've not been speaking to other adults yeah. all day, and he's just like, I just been speaking to other adults all day. I just want to like not do that. Um, so what do y'all do? So what yeah, do you do? Some, like how do y'all? What's what's been the what's been the best ways that you don't go? Why aren't you talking to me? We have done. We have gotten into more regular date night yeah. stuff. Useful. Also, now that she's a little bit older, and we have friends who have other kids. We were at a friend's place last night, and their daughter is about the same age, but in one of their guest rooms, they set up like a pack and play and an extra monitor. Oh. So literally the, the last two times we were there, I was like, okay, good night. And like put her down and we got to hang out with our friends. Yes. It does mean that the kid wakes up when I have to bring her home. We have to do the whole go back to sleep, but like, whatever, yeah. fine. Yeah. It allows us to exist and be with our friends for a few more hours when we go over to hang out for right. dinner. Um, also, um, during the pandemic, I smoked so much <laughs> and we, we both did. I think a lot of people were like, well, how am I going to buy my time? And we started, <laughs> we created the, the, the state of mind that we would get into it was called night world. A night world what? is when you're stoned and you're walking around the house and you're just like, <laughs> Everything's cool. It's it's a different it's a different state of being. Uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. that that we would go to night world, uh-huh. and so <laughs> now that she is older, much older, and I am breastfeeding far less frequently, everyone can make their own choices about this. I decided, like, yeah, I think I I feel comfortable going back to night world um, <laughs> a little bit here and there, and that's so yeah. nice too because then I feel like. Oh, there's like this real delineation between my day and I will watch like really silly shows together and laugh our asses off and get to bed and both be like exhausted and have a, you know, hangover the next day. But like, what else? Yeah. yeah. Milf Manor is playing 24-7 in Night World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's nice sometimes. But trying to like break up the the monotony yeah. of whatever the the week looks like. Fridays are great again cuz we do Shabbat and that is really fun and he tries to finish work early and we'll go out for a walk and stuff. 
maybe that's Having that's a kid good could be too. Nice. Like fairly nice. Whatever the equivalent, I don't know if the caller's Jewish or not, but like whatever the equivalent of having like that kind of family, right? That time set time aside, yeah. yeah, set aside. Can y'all do that and have a little bit more? Yeah. yeah, I think it's like it sounds like maybe if you can give your partner a little one on one and or maybe a little more. Also, asking him too, where it's like. Are you are you jealous because you think I'm going to do something, yeah. or are you feeling some kind of way yeah. down, right? So like having that first conversation to kind of parse this, and then I think it totally. is like, you know, taking that time together, and then also maybe you can look it up with or for him, sort of like, you know, nowadays stay at home dads are not you know the rarity they once were. So I am assuming there are some groups, even if it is like, hey, me and five other dads meet at the park. I actually only like one of them, but it's nice to have a conversation mm-hmm. with some people. Yeah, we talk about football totally. and broads. Yeah, yeah, right. Football and broads, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do that for two hours. You know, again, it's stuff about, you know, again, I'm assuming too with kids where it's like filling the day, giving some variation, some enrichment, not just to the kid, but to mm-hmm. yourself or himself, you know, in this situation. And I think that can help. And also you, when it comes to coming home from work, if you are really feeling depleted, I don't know if it's a car thing where you're driving and stuff or, you know, do you get a moment basically before you walk in the door where you can kind of reset, recalibrate, kind of come in Mm -hmm. being like, Hey boo, you know, like, cause you do have to kind of switch and get in that mode to give to your partner. Right. When you come home every day, before you get in, put on lingerie and then come into the house. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be ridiculous. Yeah, definitely do that one. <laughs> oh, Molly. 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 Guys. Thank you so much for Thank joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. You're a dream. Thanks for having me, guys. A delight. A, delight. a beautiful, beautiful way. It was really Did fun. Did you learn anything? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Don't tell us what it is. Don't tell us what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, Okay. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Put it in a locket. And in 20 years, we will ask you. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got to put a reminder on my iCal. (laughs) If only I knew how to work an iCal. Sorry. I'll never figure that out. I'll make a note. So yeah. what's yeah. Uh, 2043. 2043. On the iCal. Uh, Check in with Molly. What's today's date? <laughs> June Thanks, 30th. Guys. We're recording this June 30th. So June 30th, 2043. We'll check back in with you. Guys, it's going to be July. Oh, God. It's July. July. It's July tomorrow. July. Oh. Tomorrow. God. Also, like 2043, if we even have water, if we're all alive, then I'll say, what Do you know what? You Evan want? used to- Yes. He, he would whisper into my very pregnant belly, into my belly button, two things when I was pregnant. One, you're going to have to fight for water. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, you're Jewish. <laughs> it was like, like, I don't know. What does she need to know? Here's a, here's like a growing embryo. Uh-huh. She's Jewish. She's going to have to fight yep, for water. Yep. So she came out knowing those two things really to her core. Um, now that—that's a Mad Max I want to see. Where the like she's fighting in the in the, <laughs> in the desert and she's sharpened yods into like yods are the thing for the listener the things that you use to point to the toes oh so you don't God. touch it and she sharpened them into into Chips. little knives and knives. yeah and she's throwing them and whoa and she's got oh like Jewish an apocalyptic Jewish, Jewish? come on. Oh, come there on, it this writes itself. That's it. That's it. Uh, this is the action movie. Forty years wandering in the desert, yeah. but it's yes. 
Okay. 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 Not, not so Bobby. mad, Max. Is Mom. this? Am I mad? I don't know. You tell me. Am I? Listen, so mad? I'm not in WGA, so I guess I can just jump right on no, this. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say you're 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 booked. You're playing yourself. Um, no, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah. For is sure. this madness? What is this? Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys. We will see you next week. We're off our rockers. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 